The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. Good morning and welcome to BizSense Beat, our weekly roundup of the top business stories from Richmond BizSense. I'm Benjamin Dolly, and joining me this morning is BizSense reporter Mike Patania. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Ben. So once again, it's been a big wheat for real estate deals in the area. First off, it looks like the city of Richmond has purchased Mayo Island. Tell us about that deal. Yeah, this one's been a long time coming. Just about two years ago, the Shy family that had owned Mayo Island put it on the market, sold last week for $15 million. The cost was split between the city and some state funds, but the city now controls it. The location's pretty immense, but it sits in a floodplain, so that precluded it from being developed and, in my opinion, probably limited the amount of prospective buyers. So in the end, the city swooped in, bought it, and now the plans are for it to become a public park. The exact details of that have yet to be announced, though. And in a bit of self-referential reporting, uh, you got some details on VPM's future headquarters. You're probably more aware of the nuts and bolts about it than I am. So uh, what can you tell us? Yeah, not often do we get to report within the kind of niche industry that is Richmond Media. So you can imagine my excitement when I saw that the real estate deal closed for VPM's new headquarters down in the Arts District. We all bought just about an acre on uh, East Broad Street for the upcoming VPM headquarters, which as far as I'm aware will be about five stories facing Broad Street. And then y'all are also planning a one-story building on the other side of the block facing Grace Street. So kind of a a big deal for the neighborhood, I think. Certainly a big deal for you guys. Uh, I think the plan initially was to break ground this spring with approximately a two-year build-out to follow. Honestly, I'm kind of anxious to see this thing come together. We we can finally record this segment in person once once it's ready. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to being downtown. Um, What we've seen of the building looks great. And a food hall planned for Scott's Edition is once again off the table. What's happening over there? Yeah, so Eat Restaurant Partners have punted on their plans for a food hall in the neighborhood. They've been planning one uh, at the corner of Lee and Summit. Stop me if you've heard this before, but a former warehouse in the neighborhood was going to get converted to make way for it. But for whatever reason, Eat has decided to punt on that project. They actually purchased the building, so they're still figuring out what exactly they want to do with it. Eat, they're one of the bigger restaurant groups in town. They know on places like Fat Dragon, Pizza Beer of Richmond, Lucky AF. And an interesting wrinkle to this one was they had been planning to bring back Food Dog to the food hall, which is a former ramen spot that they opened and then closed just about a year ago in the fan. Eat President Chris Shui told me that even though the food hall is off the table, they are still hopeful that they'll be able to bring back Food Dog some way, somehow. Uh, whether that actually happens, I guess we'll see. And finally this week, there's a new occupant at the former Bryant Cider building. Uh, who moved in there? Yeah, so Bryant Cider, they had been on uh, East Main Street down in the bottom. They up and moved late last year for a new taproom location in Carytown. However, their old space is now being taken over by Crescent Simples, which is uh, a pretty neat local business. It's run by a married couple, William and Megan Miller. They're former bartenders. They worked down in New Orleans for a while, moved to Richmond a few years ago, 
And then in 2019, started making simple syrups, you know, different flavors, things like blueberry lavender, lime jalapeno, and they took off pretty quick. They already have 300 some wholesale accounts all over the country. They're all over Richmond, but they pretty quickly outgrew their existing space. So now they're heading to Brian's old space at the bottom. They told me it'll be mostly a production venue, but they do plan to have a small retail area. And the hope for them is to be open sometime this spring. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for this morning. Uh, thanks again to Mike Britannia from Richmond BizSense for joining me today. You can read these and other business stories at richmondbizsense.com. You're listening to VPM News. Thanks, Mike. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.